Hi, everyone. This is Commentate, the language educator's podcast. I'm Roberta. This is Alina. Hi, everyone. And Matteo. Hi, everyone. So today's episode is called Incarnate, Common or Uncommon Idiomatic Expressions. But what is an idiomatic expression? Well, I will certainly say that idiomatic expressions are a type of informal language um, that have a different meaning from the meaning of the words in the expression itself. Mm -hmm. Um, A phrase or expression that um, typically presents a figurative, um, non-literal meaning attached to the phrase. Okay, so figurative can be sort of like a picture then. Oh, you guys then, picture this. Even if it rains cats and dogs, I'm going to feel as right as rain because I bought an enormous umbrella with what I put away for a rainy day. Mm, I've got a picture too then. Don't spill the beans because my knight in shining armor won't come to save me from my distress. Because when he saves me, he'll realize that he's bitten off more than he can chew. (laughs) I don't want to beat about the bush, but this is a very different kettle of fish. I went to Carlisle once on a bicycle, and for 48 miles it rained steroids. It was awful, but I don't want to cry stinking fish. (laughs) Okay, whoa. All right, so what does all that mean? It looks like crying stinking fish, okay. (laughs) Raining (laughs) steroids. Okay, wow. Sounds it the mind boggles. Although um so maybe I um I think a lot of people have probably heard it rains cats and dogs and um I think you know most people probably know as well that if it rains cats and dogs it means it's raining a lot, you know. And um I think what's a curious thing is where these um sayings come from. Yeah, absolutely. Because in fact, um, the thing about the idiomatic expressions is the fact that they have kind of a a story behind them. A lot of them do. um, That sort of then became an expression which was used and used today. Oftentimes, don't even realize how far back they come from, how long they've been actually in existence. Yeah, um, I've um, heard that the um, the reigning cats and dogs um, saying goes back to the 17th century. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the buildings then were uh, clearly not built like they were today, like they are today. And um, when it rained heavily, the rain just came right through the roof and um, into the house and it disgorged all the contents that were in the roof including any animals that were living up there so mm-hmm. okay so they were actually then they it was as if they were actually raining really? cats and dogs exactly yeah. as if it was raining not just the rain but also the animals the cats the dogs i'm surprised they didn't put any birds and rats in with the saying as well mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, but but what about the raining steroids? I mean, it, that sounds kind of the same thing. Uh, just as where does that come from? Yeah, um, raining steroids means raining very heavily, and, and and this is a colloquial North of England expression. Um, the analogy for 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 the idiom is the rain falling in long straight streaks. 
um, because oh. stair rods are the metal rods that hold stair carpets in place on each step. Mm-hmm. And the illusion is terrain which is so heavy as to appear like falling steroids. Mm-hmm. Um, quite interestingly, because I thought it was um, it was just um, a modern expression, but I um, I found the earliest occurrence for the phrase terrain steroids in 1900, and it's related to mostly to cycling. Um, so um, cycling notes and um, and um, sporting life related to cycling. So. Oh, that's okay. That's interesting. But you, um, okay, so that's the raining steroids and raining cats and dogs. Uh, but other things related to rain, so feel as right as rain, you said before in your little picture you painted. Yeah, to, to feel as right as rain, um, which basically means to feel perfectly normal, mm-hmm. um, seems to have originated. Um, in Britain, surprise, surprise, where the you know the rainy weather is a normal fact of life. Um, and again, they say that this was first recorded in um, at the end of the 18th, 19th century. Mm-hmm. Um, j- just basically because it, um, I think that it was written about quite a lot. I mean, I, I've got some names of people here, but I don't think anyone's interested in that. So okay, it's just. <laughs> Okay, so it, just was... it was a normal fact of life uh, in Britain uh, to feel as right as rain basically means to feel very, you know, good and normal. Okay, so as long as it was raining, you know, life was good because everything exactly. was continuing <laughs> as usual. As long as it's raining, we know that things are going fine. <laughs> okay, all right, that's a good one. Um, so, uh, 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 Matteo, you were instead talked about cry stinking fish okay. oh yeah cry stinking fish is, is a funny one and it means to undermine one's own efforts and to put oneself down basically um and he's a oh. reference to fishmongers who uh-huh. would find little business if they proclaimed they had fish smelled bad um but do they they would mention they would say that their own fish smelled bad or their their the competition fish smelled no, bad no, no. of course <laughs> they, they had to try and avoid saying that their fish was, was <laughs> okay so they um, say so, over there john's fish christ <laughs> his fish exactly, is the stinking. exactly <laughs> okay. um so basically this expression stems from the practice of um street vendors crying their wares oh okay and praising their goods to attract customers Okay, is it so? Could be used in another situation of. Um... Yeah, yeah, of course. As you were, as you were pointing out, if a vendor were to cry stinking fish, he could not expect to attract many. So. Okay. <laughs> yes. So I could attach onto that um, if if something bad were to happen to me. So I was talking about the knight in shining armor who could come and save me, uh, which is basically uh, uh, someone who comes to save you, not necessarily in a romantic way, but in if you're in a, a, a bad situation, a comfortable situation, and someone comes to save you, uh, the expression to say, oh God, he's my knight in, in shining armor, to say that he saved me from an embarrassing moment or, uh, or humiliation or whatever, which is, uh, but comes once again from old England, um, kind of a Victorian fantasy, the time of uh, King Arthur, the court of Camelot, um, but was 
but let's say the the first time was used in 1790 um, and coming from uh, a phrase written by Henry Pye, no more the knight in shining armor dressed. Uh, so it's kind of romantic on one hand, but on the other, it's um, it actually means it, it could be anybody. Anybody can be a knight in shining armor in a certain sense. Um, then the other ones that we mentioned uh, was the save something for a rainy day, right? Yeah, save something for a rainy day, which you know just means to you know put some money aside for anything bad that could happen in the future. The um, meaning of where this originates from is maybe not so clear in the sense that I think it's not so, um, it doesn't paint such a, 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 a bizarre picture like your one does, Roberta, or even the, the one about the reigning steroids. But it does go back again to somewhere in the mid-1500s. Uh, mm -hmm. So again, something from way back. I, I think it was originally from an Italian um play if i'm not wrong something called la spiritata which oh. was then adapted into english years and years later so um you know i'm not sure if the original meaning meant something else but anyway when it was adapted into to english it it means simply to put some money away for um anything bad that could happen in the future wow so there is kind of some influence then so not necessarily just sort of english uh culture because, uh, for example, spilling the beans uh, comes from uh, ancient Greece related to the voting mm -hmm. process where they would vote by putting beans, colored beans, into different vases. And um, so there would be the different colors. So you'd have black meaning yes and brown being no. Uh, and there was white as well, the different uh, colors. And supposedly that if you would, if the beans would fall over, it would give away the election or before it was time. Um, so I assume that these vases were, uh, let's say, obviously not transparent. So you don't know what's inside there. So once, if the, if the vase is tipped over and the beans fall out, so you spill the beans giving away what the result of the election is. Um, which is kind of, uh, I thought, kind of funny. Uh, that, yeah, that's really that curious, this thing that, that literally mm -hmm. is taken from, you know, one country into another over, the, over time. Right, yes, exactly. Um, and, Matej, you were talking about beat about, beat about the bush. Um, yes, and I was thinking that it's connecting perfectly with what you've just said, because mm -hmm. they were using the beans to, to determine, to come to the point, to determine mm -hmm. the, the next step. Mm -hmm. And here instead you have to beat about the bush or to beat around the bush. Mm -hmm. um, that means to prevaricate and avoid coming to the point. <laughs> um, exactly okay. the opposite. And, right. um, uh -huh. and the figurative meaning of this idiom evolved from the earlier um, literal meaning in the sense that in birds' hands, um, some of the participants um, rose the birds by beating the bushes and enabling others to use a much later phrase to cut to the chase mm. and to catch the quarry nets. Um, so um, okay. beating about the bush um, was basically the preamble of the main event, which was the capturing of the birds. 
Oh, okay. So cutting to the chase, which is completely the opposite of beating around the bush. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> so instead, instead of um, instead of going straight for the animal, they were beating around, around the bushes to uh -huh. try and, and and see what the animal was hiding. Okay. Um, and, and the interesting thing is that um, gross hunting and other forms of hunt still use beetles today. So it's still a it's still a role in the hunting. Um, oh, okay. the, to be to be the beater, um, mm -hmm. and and quite interestingly, um, you were mentioning before Middle Ages with the um, shining armor, mm -hmm. uh, and this this idiom is dating back to the same period because uh -huh. is um, it, it, um, it was first seen in a medieval poem in the 15th century. Okay. Oh wow! So it, oh, even really old. yeah, quite quite old. I've got something that's a little bit newer, but you know, but old considering that it's uh, American culture, which is the uh, what I was uh, talking about—the bite off more that you can chew at the end of mine, uh, meaning that um, you you let's say you basically have this uh, you take on uh, or project uh, beyond your own capabilities. So um, if you decide to accept to do something, but you're not actually able to, to reach your objective. Uh, and this was in the 1800s of America, so 1800s in the United States, uh, where people were chewing tobacco. Oh, uh, and they would put more tobacco in their mouth than they could really chew. So basically that's talking about figurative. <laughs> I mean, kind of reminds me of a, a maybe a, a, a horse chewing on hay or something. <laughs> so putting too much in your mouth and not being able to chew on it. So really figurative uh, in a certain sense. So um, I thought that was kind of funny. Yes, but, the pictures they paint are just um, mm -hmm. spectacular, really, if you think about it. Right, yeah. And they're fun. I mean, it's fun to kind of, uh, um, you know, let's say learn about them because there are so many, <laughs> just as there are so many confusing words. And um, But do you guys have any that are your favorites? Do you, um, are there any ones that you use more often than others? No, I, I've got... <laughs> Particularly now, I seem to be using um, one that was always my favourite anyway, which is Once in a Blue Moon, mm -hmm. to do something Once in a Blue Moon. And, you know, it was as if it was made for this COVID situation. Uh -huh. I'm going out of the house once in a blue moon, which really means very, very rarely. Where it comes from, though, um, I don't know. I guess something probably British again because of the bad weather, you know? <laughs> of course. <laughs> so talking about the COVID once in a blue moon, uh, it's just like also that you can never make any plans with the, uh, with the COVID. So my favorite is play it by ear. So let's play it by ear in the sense that uh, you decide at the last minute. So whatever, if I'm free and we can meet up or do anything, make a plan, we'll do it. But we play it by ear in the sense that we don't have a plan. So we just do it as it comes. What about you, Matteo? Um, my favorite idiom by far is kettle of fish. Okay. And I use okay. it really, really much. Um, okay. 
a kettle of fish meal, a pretty kettle of fish, a fine kettle of fish, means a very difficult or a very annoying situation. Um, but there's another meaning that I adore, and is when you say that's another or that's a different kettle of fish, because it means to be completely different from something that has been talked about. Um, so, for example, having knowledge is one thing, but being able to communicate it to others is another kettle of fish. Um, and it's particularly interesting to me the fact that um, even this idiom is quite old, um, because the first um, the first time it was seen was in the 18th century. Okay. So, yeah. All right. Well, we've just basically just touched the tip of the iceberg, so there's we could go on and on, but uh, we'll let's say close it for today and um, and then definitely we'll have to do another podcast on these uh, idiomatic expressions. But uh, for now, that's it. Follow us on Language Educators on Instagram. That's Language Educators with an eight. And next time we'll focus on future forms. So that's it. And that's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from her. And it's goodbye from them.